three minutes to check my water. It might have broken by then. <laughs> you are listening to Legion of Substitute Podcasters, episode 103. Help us. We've been replaced by Durlins. Welcome to episode 103 as we make our countdown or count up, however you want to look at it, to the second year anniversary of the show. And I am Paul French, and today, judging by the sounds I'm hearing on, on the line tonight, I am Cured Kid, because I seem to be the only one that isn't uh, afflicted by the plague, which is, which is unusual around here, let me tell you. I mean, uh, I'm still waiting for the, the whole allergy season to go away. I could really do with a quick frost. Just, just a touch of frost, as it were, <laughs> to uh, to kill what's out there, and then uh, then I'm good. Then I'll be a happy camper. Well, I'm a happy camper now, but that's that's beside the point. So that's me for this week. Are you done rubbing it in our faces now? Would that be a, <laughs> Would that be a dry rub, Darren? Uh, <laughs> I am Darren Noel, and I am y'all. Northerners don't know nothing about no barbecue boy because. <laughs> It's just not right. It ain't right. Oh, man. I <laughs> and can't. I'm saying that, and all I can smell right now is Vic's vapor rub and my own death coming. Okay. So, <laughs> what? Yikes. <laughs> oh, my. Yikes. Yikes. Well, I'm Matt Kramer, and tonight I am Sick Boy, which is kind of ironic because we were going to watch Train Spotting this weekend. <laughs> But, uh, but I'm heroin free, though. So. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so far. Yes, yeah, so, so far. So far, so early yet. I, I can't say the same thing about Sudafed. Uh, uh, it's Sudafed. a good thing they don't make you pee in a bottle for uh, for Sudafed. <laughs> Matt would never work again. <laughs> <laughs> and I am Scott Coles, and tonight I am apparently not as afflicted as them, lad. So I, I have a scratchy throat and I'm a little bit uh, runny nose, but uh, not not too bad, all things considered. There you go. There you go. So it's that's us, guys. <laughs> Again, I say this podcast is worth every dime you pay for it. So <laughs> buckle your seatbelts; it's going to be an exciting one. There we have it. There we have it. Love sniffling, sneezing, coughing, aching, and I'm going to do NyQuil instead of my usual screwdrivers. So there better not be a lot to the drinking game tonight. Be, so. be, oh, be, boy. be careful, be. Darren. I believe the last time you were hopped up on the... Uh, on, on the... <laughs> you had to do some editing. It was, it, was, it was like the one episode where I had to... Ooh, I better take that out. Cause <laughs> fear of lawsuit, lads. Oh, <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. And, and, but, and no doubt with good reasons, sir. So. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> so the big Legion news of this week was, of course, um, and we had talked about this on the show a couple of weeks back uh, when we first uh, heard tell that Keith Giffen would be coming back to pencil the Legion annual. And so it has been Woo-hoo! confirmed. Exactly. And the really cool thing is it sounds like the story has nothing to do with killing Karate Kid. Score! So far. Who, so far. So yes, well, 
that's the part they haven't mentioned yet anyway. Like, they'll just do it off panel. Just because it's not humiliating <laughs> enough. It'll hey. just be mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> if someone, at, at least someone will talk about Karate Kid's death, yes. Yeah. But I just got a whole Karate Kid's did. funeral again. Exactly, exactly. But it does involve um, the return of a, well, of a new version of a Legion villain. It is Seemingly. What, it's what it appears to be. And that yeah. is, of course, the Emerald Empress, and uh, that which is great because we'll be in a in just a few weeks. We'll be doing the um, uh, the issue where uh, where she makes a, a, a an appearance. Um, I can't remember. Was it three oh three? Three oh three. Yeah. 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 So that and and I tell you, that's uh, you can see you, you you know you can certainly see in the way that Keith drew her and in those in that issue that uh, that she was a favorite of his and uh, and and this is uh, is proof of that. So he will be uh, uh, bringing back the eye and and see I should have realized yeah. that as well because of the whole thing with the eye in uh, L E G I O N and I've been I've been rereading a lot of those uh, re- of recent and. Uh, and you know, with uh, with Garen Beck getting the eye, and uh, yeah, so I mean, it's it, it's a great thing that uh, first of all to have the two of them working together on a Legion book again. Um, it's I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So, yeah, yeah. So so uh, you know, Giffen's getting out there and doing some drawing. I mean, he's going to do. There's right. a, he's got a Doom Patrol issue coming up as well, doesn't he? Two, two. I think, I think two. I think uh, the other writer guy is in for two issues. Well. Uh... Matt, uh, was it Clark? Mm-hmm. Takes a break or gets caught up, whatever. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So that I mean, that's the. Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's a great thing. It's you know, it, it's it's nice to see him drawing again. I mean, you know, we 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 sort of saw a bit of it as far as his layout style in in fifty two, but but it's it's going to be really neat to see uh, just to see his 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 line on a on a page again. I think it's going to be a lot of fun, and the and certainly and they'll all be on time. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> right? Oh man, um, it, but but uh, the you know if you take a look uh, um, at the uh, at the initial cover, they've got I uh, see Ayla and Vi falling victim to the uh, the new uh, the new Empress, and and um, yeah, yeah, it just looks like lots of fun. So I'm really looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. So. So there we have it. So that'll be uh, that'll be coming to us, and I'm not sure. December, when. I believe. It's December. December. Okay, very cool. Very cool. And it, so. it def- if based on the cover, Giffen's keeping that keeping that same style he had in the Five Year Legion. Exactly. I don't know. It looks a little different. It's not, it's not quite as as blocky. Uh, as much yeah. as uh, as usual. So that's good. It yes. Like yes. Foreheads and uh, and faces seem to be in the same light. So. Yeah. Um, no, it looks. It just looks really sharp. And uh, you know, I, I, thinking about that after we after we talked to Mark Wade last week, I was I was thinking a, a lot about that that five year later Legion stuff and. Um, you know, it was just really interesting to sort of hear his his perspective on it, and 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 you know, we we had talked a while back about how groundbreaking that stuff was, but um, you know, it, again, it's it's um, it's neat that the that uh, you know, there's always sort of this pushing ahead, as well as this sort of feeling of nostalgia about the Legion, and it's it's one of the few things where 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 you get that that combination, where they're always pushing forward. You know, because I mean, let's face it. You know, the, the, even even over these these five issues of the new series, um, you know, this, this some stuff has changed, and uh, and it's taking <laughs> us into a, into <laughs> some new territory. 
Yeah, I should with say so. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. First <laughs> man's territory. Oh yeah. Oh, a little chicken yeah. mount mm-hmm. territory. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I tell you, you once once you once you make your uh, your way with those Adam Murdo sideburns, That's it's right. uh, Hello. <laughs> exactly. So, so you know, actually, that's 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 probably as as great a segue as we're going to get to uh, to get into talking about uh, issue five of Legion of Superheroes, uh, Levitz, Sinar, Portella, and Foucher, and Fauche, Fauche, probably Fauche, 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 nice, Fauche, shame. Yeah. So, so and and you know, keep working Wayne. on that southern accent, baby. <laughs> So, <laughs> so you know, you know, and as as I, I well, I, I would say alluded to when uh, before we started recording, but re, you know, I I really came right out and said it. Uh, I really think that this uh, this issue five is is the best issue of the series so far. Um, it it's just really gotten it gotten better and better, you know. And it started off, you know, re- really enjoyable. I, I you know, I, I really liked the 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 first few issues, but this one there's just something about it that just felt great. Indeed, you know, and and it starts with the cover, you know. I mean, I mean that cover, you know, with with all the all the uh, legionnaires sort of coming out at you. This reminded me of some of the Baxter era covers, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, mm-hmm. like that that the the issue, um, the new members issue, number one. <laughs> well, number one as well, yes, but but also. Uh, yeah, the new member issue did that too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's yeah. that's what this yeah. felt like to me. And uh, and and you know, interesting that there's Talus right there. Um, you know, he, he got to, he got to be on both covers, and somehow Sensor Girl got left off. A scandalous. Yeah, she's she's, she's hiding behind Cause or Colossal Boy. Yeah. Yeah, she's so. invisible. <laughs> she doesn't want us to see her. Ah. <laughs> ah. She's tricking our senses so that we don't see her. That's right. Ah. So, so and and I really find that that Sinar has kind of found his place in it as well, and um, th- this was definitely, definitely. You, you know, it's it's like he's, um, it, you know, again he started off really well, but it just seems that that there's a couple of things actually. It seems that he really sort of has found his place in. Uh, in in just in the action and sort of where he wants to go with it, and uh, and and it seems really less reminiscent of of others and just more him, and uh, and uh, exactly mm-hmm. and also uh, Francis Portella's stuff blends better in this issue. Like I didn't feel it, it, the changes as jarring. Um, you know, we had like in in I guess it was in issue two where we went from the uh, Legion headquarters over to the protest, and all of a sudden it was a very different style of art. Um, you know, not hugely so, but but more jarring than than this was. And you know, this one it just made a lot a lot of sense to the story. And uh, yeah, so there was something about this that uh, the the really I don't know. I, I think it's the way the fact that it starts off the the way it starts off. We start on action, and mm-hmm. um, and you know, this is this was like a lot of a lot of great issues of of the uh, of. Of previous runs of the Legion, where where they start in the middle of, of some sort of mission, and yeah. um, and and you know that that it's like start us off in action, and uh, and and I found in this issue also, man, Timberwolf really got a chance to shine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. You know, in a way we haven't seen in in a very very long time. You know, he's been kind of uh, you know a lot of people have kind of treated him as the dumb oaf, the savage, blah blah blah. Um, but you know, this this is the Timberwolf we 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 know and love from the. Well, he's uh, not. 
dumb. He's just a little denser when it comes to like personal interactions, I think. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But he's but, very he's very street savvy and very instinctive. He trusts his ex- instincts. And usually that's exactly better than it. his brain. So that yeah, that's exactly the word I was gonna use is is that that in, that instinctiveness that mm-hmm. he has. You know, that's that's what sets him apart. And um yeah, I mean, just looking at that first uh, that first page, you know, it's uh, just that opening on action. You know, it's 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 exciting. It's uh, there's there's stuff going on, and um, and it's you know it's it's building on what's what's come before, and uh, you know, it, it seems like the kind of like okay, so we've got all the people who were displaced from Titan, and they're and they're finding new places to live, and and uh, and you know, it, it doesn't sound like something that would necessarily be as exciting, but uh, Levitz doesn't let it but, up off the mats. <laughs> he makes it very exciting, mm-hmm. and um, and uh, and I like that now we're we're referring to all the xenophobes as just the xenos. Um, you know, a Zen- uh, colossal boy on page two refers to it as, Z- as a xeno attack. And uh, so what we've got is basically the the Xenos have attacked the uh, refugees, and um, you know there's there seems to be some confusion at first as as to whether or not it's an accident it was an accident or or a plot of the Xenos, and um, I vote plot. Oh, ab- absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> when in doubt, vote plot. A- a- indeed, indeed. And, uh, and, 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 and then some boy points out that, that, that accident or plot, it's killing people faster than we can save them. Yeah. And um, so, so Jackie is very zen about it. She says, help one at a time, son boy. We'll do what we can. So they, um, they, they, anyway, they're, they're basically tr- just trying to get as many of the Titanians off this, uh, this, this ship. Um, or off. Is it a ship that's that's? Yeah, it's a ship that's crashed. Yeah, yeah. crashed. Yeah, shot down yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So okay, so the it's crashing liner. right on top of the camp. So they have to save the people in the camp as well as the people in the ship. On yeah, the ship. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, um, and I tell you, this is where I'm really starting to to really dig some of the new costume designs. You know, you look at that page one splash, mm-hmm. Timberwolf's costume, uh, then some boy's costume on page three. Um, it's it, you know this is a this is a cool outfit you know it's uh-huh. it's it's really a neat costume and uh there's there's aspects of it that i i just hadn't noticed before and it's uh, you know like the wristbands for example um you know it, it's very it's, reminiscent of his of his Levitz era previous Levitz era costume it, as well it is it, it is but it, and yet has something new to it and that's Got that's some, like, designer piping and exactly exactly <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to fashion. He went Cast. to the mall. <laughs> <laughs> Lightning Glass designed it for him, you know. And and you look at it, we got we get all this action and we get really great character moments in that action. And you know, uh you get the the altruism of Colossal Boy. He wants to believe maybe this was just an accident, a big heavy accident, yeah. but an accident nonetheless. He wants to believe the best in people. And you know that's 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 always something that uh, that that he's you know that he's always been about that. Yep. You know he's an the... optimist. That's true. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And uh, and then again, like I said, you know, you got you got you know, Jackie being a bit more zen about things. You know, we're gonna do what we can, and that's what we got to do. And um, <clears throat> and uh, and so so you get Timberwolf bringing out the last of the crew, and so now that everyone's clear, it's time to torch it before any more debris spreads, and that's all about Sun Boy. The eyes glow, and the uh, 
and up comes the heat and whoosh. Um, <laughs> so then you get a great, a great Sunboy character moment, you know, where he... <laughs> <laughs> what a man whore Dear seriously God. you know i mean nice you should be tap dancing mm-hmm. somewhere and they, <laughs> they play it just a little bit more arch here <clears throat> um but but you know i mean you know because the if you had to characterize him during that that during the first big uh, levitz run you you would you would look at him as being a, a bit of a, a cad a cad and a bounder as it were mm. You know, he, he, uh, you know, and you knew his comeuppance was coming soon. I mean, and then it got made even more so in the, um, in the five year later, uh, story. And this is somewhere in between that. Um, He's very, he's very Barney from uh, how I met your mother. Yes, exactly. That's not quite as extreme, but he's there. I mean, that, that, that whole. Look at him him in the middle of page four. I see a little bit of Neil Patrick Harris going on there. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> he so says. You know, I'll just be wearing suits. Suit up, legionnaires. <laughs> That's right. All right, so uh, so he talks about trying to find a pretty gal and take her away from all of this. But you know what I hate about telepaths? They won't let you fake being sincere. <laughs> yeah. So <clears throat> anyway, um, that and, and he's interrupted in his uh, in his reverie uh, as Timberwolf smells trouble, literally. And um, Sensor Girl uh, signals Cosmic Boy for some more help because something calling itself Earth Force is coming. And we see a bunch of Xenos uh, marching on the the camp. Yeah. Uh, That can't be good. Uh, We change scene to Naltor. And uh, Dream Girl and the High Seer are uh, holding an audience. (laughs) Naltor is looking very... uh... Disney villain with the purple and green there. So <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's like they're across from the, the the Christmas barn, Darren. Oh, I love the Christmas barn. <laughs> I want to go back. <laughs> and uh, uh, I uh, say that because there was a building across there, vivid green and purple. And nice. it was like Louis the Lilacs hideout. It was <laughs> seriously, seriously. It's like no wonder Adam's such a big fan of the supervillains. Um, anyway. Um, they are holding an audience with Diogene from Oa, saying that they'd heard the, that Earthman had rejected the ring, and a mist hides uh, his choice uh, from uh, their foresight. But Dream Girl saw herself with him. Hmm. What does Starbuck uh, think of that? Well, who hasn't Dream Girl seen herself with? Let's be honest there. <laughs> hey, <now. laughs> and so Di- Diogene, uh, you know, he decides to kind of kind of play a little game with her and says. Uh, the ring calls to one brave, strong, and gifted as you are, and yet not. not. And uh, and he chooses Professor Lee from the Time Institute. Mm. Of course. I'm telling you, there's something going on with her. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> and we'll get to the, a bit more of that later. But uh, she is offered to be the uh, new Green Lantern of Section two of Sector Two Eight One Four, and she says, "Whatever manner of creature you are, Owen, you are grossly mistaken." Mm. These energies bear Didn't the taint. Hide. Exactly, she says. These energies bear the taint of your so-called guardians. Least <laughs> taint. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey, they, they did bold it. Who's the letter on? I this? know. <laughs> Yeah, Sal Cipriano. Uh, yeah, he thought it was funny uh, too. Well, there you go. Um, he says uh, uh, the least the, the the guardians are the least wise of all the immortals. 
find another fool, she says, because she's a Quarter Flash fan from the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a deep cut there, Paul. Seriously, dude. <laughs> yeah, but look at, look, at that, look at that karate chop there. Hmm. There's, there's like two people who caught that one, so there we I, go. Mm, um, mm. Anyway, um, so... Uh, Did you, like, smack the ring? Like, wow. Oh, yeah. I, oh, yeah. Total not not daughter of Mordor here. So what is you know. going on with her, right? So and and the look on Dream Girl's face, she's like truly bizarre, and she seems kind of a little bit joyed to see this. Um, um, the High Seer, he's I think he's kind of digging. He's it. he's digging I her. Think they're yeah. both kind of digging it, dude. Look at that. Like, oh she's, yeah. She's got that's almost Whoa. a little face for most of the little more clothes. This might be the best day of the High Seer's life. Ever. <laughs> Ever. Ever. He's got yellow fever. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Send all complaints to oh Scott Colts. Oh, my God. <laughs> think you're going to be editing because of me. Oh, no. Yeah, Tell seriously, right? Come on. Oh, Come yeah. on. Well, <laughs> let, let, let's face it. If I edited everything Scott said, come on, we'd never get the show. <laughs> I, I was, I yeah. we anyway, never, we never publish a podcast. People, sorry. <laughs> Show's over. Alrighty. So <clears throat> then we get back to the action, and uh, the Legion is fighting the Earth Force, which I kind of dig that name, Earth Force. Yeah, it, it's. It's so it's a Captain Absolutely. So, um, does it say on their helmet? Team there? Earth Force. Is that actual Tulak or uh, is that EF on their on their foreheads? Yes, it is. Yep. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're not remotely subtle about it. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> EF. That makes mm. it. But you're right. They're total image villains, and the Legion's fighting them. And uh, and so um, uh, so Sensor Girl takes a hit, but that's okay because the big man's got her. <clears throat> and Timberwolf is kicking some ass. Um, he says, "Who let a whole private army loose on Earth? I had I thought this planet had weapons control laws." And he's doing some whamming and hitting and and. Um, and then Colossal Boy points out that they knew to knock Jackie out first. And this is key, right? Because when you look at it, well, they haven't really touched Sun Boy and Colossal Boy, and they were born on Earth. Uh-huh. Right? So uh, he said, you know, every uh, so uh, this, this heat sucker froze, uh, froze Jackie right out. Um, but they seem to be backing off of some boy and colossal boy. And he says, do you think maybe because we're earth born, these idiots think we're on their side. And, uh, meanwhile, <laughs> colossal boy is just stomping them. And, uh, <clears throat> he says, even Zenos aren't that stupid. Okay. Let's take a moment here. <laughs> yeah. I was in the grocery store today and I saw boxes of hostess Twinkies with Superman on it and hostess cupcakes with Batman on it. Yep. Look I've seen those too. Here we've got flash cakes and my favorite glow, glow balls. balls. Thank oh. you. Oh, <laughs> so sorry. And, and, and I'm that's so gonna... buying a case of those suckers. <laughs> I'll bet you are. Um, you're going to be very disappointed, sir. Um, uh, <laughs> damn. This isn't what I thought it was going to be at all. Um, oh, today. Too squishy. I, I was so proud today. <laughs> I stopped in at the comic store to pick up Legion 5 and. Uh, um, 
And so Ella didn't want to be held, so I, I set her down, and so she's wandering through the store, and she stops at a picture of, of the Flash. And right now, I mean, you know, when she says tree or flower or anything, it's fa. But she pointed at the flash and said it, and you know, because she's got her flash shirt, and um, and 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 it was just one of those moments where it's like, it's like she knows who that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, her so first sp- word winds up being "clean lantern." I'm gonna laugh. Yeah, serious. Hopefully, it's not foot. It'll be oh my. Oh yeah, no, yeah, it it's foot, but it doesn't sound like foot. <laughs> it, I'm telling you, it really doesn't oh. sound like foot. I, I the next ah. word I teach her is gonna be mother footer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that, that, you know, which I thought was really amusing the other day, but yesterday when we were in the checkout line at the grocery store, not so not, much. Not so much, yeah. Because I'm just so like much. waiting for people to, to to hand me the dad of the year uh, uh, t-shirt, right? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'll anyway. send you a case of. I'll send you a case of glow balls, Paul. <laughs> the glow balls, that'll help. Because it'll probably be much much like episodes of Brave and the Bold. It'll probably be like five years <laughs> oh, before oh, they come oh. out up here. You had to remind me about Brave and the Bold. It was oh. so sad. Oh, wasn't it? Why Why was it sad, Darren? Oh, one of our heroes gave his life to save everyone on Earth. What hero was that, Darren? Oh, what a beast. And there we go. We got to we got to work in our Buana Beast mansion. Very nice. Very nice. Spoilers. Ah. Yeah. He kicked, he kicked Ace in it though, boy. Here's here's the advantage, kids. If you're uh, if you're uh, in the Great White North, like Scott and I, and uh, and and didn't manage to find it through more nefarious means, um, uh, <laughs> it's going to be five years before it comes on. So you'll be able. You'll be like. You'll, You'll totally forgotten, forgotten by, by then. then. Exactly. So. That's true. That's true. <laughs> it's it's not really a spoiler for us. The rest of you, sorry about your luck. Hmm. Um, all right. Oh, just wait for the Doom Patrol episode. That was uh, so great. Oh, my gosh. Oh, there was, there was a Birds of Prey that was leaked today, actually. Yep. It's on my uh, Facebook ooh. page. It's very cute. I saw that, yeah. All right. Moving sorry. on. All right. Gotcha. So back we get. Back we get. So <laughs> Sorry. Tangent. Oh, oh, yeah, on this show, a tangent. Who saw that coming? Um, no, never. All right, so um, so uh, Colossal Boy's going to get Jackie out of there. He's hoping that the that the the help comes fast. And man, Timberwolf just goes to town on these guys. He says, "Not fast enough." The Titanians are passing their fear so loud, my head hurts. And um, and so uh, so he does he does some jumping gets in uh, gets in between uh, a, a mother and and two children uh, and a couple of Earth Force guys who are going after them and he says who's first you win jumps on one guy and you think he's going to take his hat off but he just takes the uh, the helmet off and uh, and I tell you that that guy's got some genuine fear on his face. Oh, rip. Yeah, and then a whole bunch of Earth Force guys, uh, you know, sort of p- go to pile on him, and um, you know, he, he, that's a pretty defiant look on Bryn's face. It's uh, this was just a great, uh, you know, some great Timberwolf action here. I, I felt. Um, so he says, "Only Sunboy left standing. Bring up the energy damper." And so they fire this energy damper at Sunboy. He doesn't look pleased about it, and no, um, not at all. <laughs> and man, he he brings up he brings the heat, and he is He's fighting uh, it tooth and nail. That's for sure. Seriously, seriously, and uh, and and he says how it's getting cold, and then he gets some help from Earthman. 
Earthman save the day. And so Earthman comes in, and you know, Earth, I, I know I was I was among those who was like, Earthman's joining the Legion. You got to be kidding me! But man, he's become a very interesting character. Yeah, you know, yeah, and has. and it's and this issue especially. You know, it's been developing, but but I really find that it's it's really paid off in this issue. Um, so he says, Cosmic Boy sent help and I got here first. But the question I'll bet you're asking yourself is, who is he here to help? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So we head back to Fortress Lad. And yeah. and um, Brainy is, uh, <laughs> it has received a visit from an old friend. Um, Aww. I love seeing the Cron arc back. Exactly. Circadius Senius, who we've been seeing, of course, uh, as we've been going, uh, we saw in uh, in issue 300. And, um, you know, he's he was the, the Cron arc of the, uh, of the Time Institute. And uh, and here he is take, paying a visit to uh, to help fix this time bubble and stabilize it. Uh, because, oh, I love this. Because, um, you know, Cosmic Boy says, I signaled for everyone here to go to the Painted Desert Camp. Don't you ever listen, Brainy? And he says, I mm-hmm. listened very carefully, Cosmic Boy. And as soon as Circadia Seamus <laughs> and I finish stabilizing this time bubble from the rough handling Saturn Girl put it through, I will probably even comply. <laughs> what an uh, asshole. Uh, uh. <laughs> uh, you know women drivers. Oh, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. And so... Um, Equal opportunity offending podcast. <laughs> Indeed. Right. He says, so leaving the power source unbalanced could be disastrous. There's a 97.5 pro- probability by the, by, that by the time I could, get there, the, I could get there, the combat would be resolved anyway, one way or the other. Um, and so Cause is frustrated and he uh, makes his way out of the uh, lab and runs into Chameleon Boy, who says when he behaves this way, ignore him. Like I'm ignoring your orders and going to help out the reg- the refugees. So so basically, he's making his way out there and says, you know, one more alien face isn't going to get those Zeners, Zenos any crazier if they're already use- using armed violence. Even if Durlin shapeshifters are probably their least favorite out- outworlders. Durlins, you say? Speaking of Durlins, yeah. Speaking of Durlins, we are taken over to Science Police headquarters. And um, Yay, science police headquarters. And um, a, a cruiser lands, and um, and th- this is this is, and and uh, out out gets uh, Officer Takali and Chief Zendak. Hey, Chief Zendak. Chief How are you Zendak. Doing? He's still around. So there we there we have it. Well, wow. He, uh, wow. He's still around on this page. <laughs> Hmm. Um, yeah, and I you know. see these these birds flying around, right? And and the first thing that I thought of when I saw the birds is um, Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah, yeah. Well, that too. Uh, but also <laughs> just the uh, the invisible falcon that escaped from uh, uh, from the zoo in uh, in uh, Adventure Two Forty Seven, and um, you know, just it's just what it made me think of. But they're clearly visible, Paul. They clearly are. <laughs> yes. I, I just don't get how they're. Does she jump off the building? Where is she going when he says, "Go I, ahead"? It, you know what it seems to me like is kind of like a vacuum tube, like a. Um, it's just an like elevator that goes really fast. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, like it. It seems to be driven by an updraft of some sort, and. Um, 
Yeah, that you, could be. You know, it, it's neat with the technology side of this, right? Because it's always a, a tough place to get into is, is dealing with the technology of it. Uh, there was a, a documentary on yesterday that's from, from several years ago, uh, but it was... Um, what was it? Ways in which uh, the, I can't remember the exact title, but it was something about the ways that William Shatner changed the world, and it looked at the technology of um, of Star Trek and how it yeah. influenced things, right? And uh, and so I'm watching this, and he he's talking about you know the things that they had going on in uh, in the original series, and then when it came time to uh, to to do the the next generation, it was like, well, how do we make this? how do we push this stuff forward and how do we make it seem like real technology and really make people feel like they're looking, you know, a thousand years into the future. And, um, I recognize that, um, Star Trek wasn't a thousand years in the future, but this is the way I'm drawing the analogy here. Um, and mainly because I don't remember exactly what century all the Star Trek stuff takes. It was like 24th century. Yes. It ranging between the 23rd and 25th. Okay, so so there we go. So this this so this is even you know this stuff's even booster gold era. Oh, okay, perfect, <laughs> perfect. Um, so so I mean it, it's it's just that idea of of sort of building the technology and and making it st- so that you still feel like you're in the future. Um, and, you know, and and there's something Levitt said in in one of the interviews over the last week, uh, where he talked about how. Um, when he did his first, when when he did the 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 first run with Giffen, uh, his his way of looking at at technology was if it has wheels, it's too old. Hmm. You know, if it has wheels, it doesn't belong in this world. Now his feeling is if it has a if you have to press a button, it doesn't belong in this world. And yeah, it's just it's but it, but it's an interesting thing, right? Because he's talking about just how much uh, technology has evolved in the years since uh, since they were doing the the book the first time, and uh, so so it, it changes the way that he's got to think about it. For sure. And and so so when I see something like this, when I see her just sort of leaping down the elevator chamber, they're like, we don't need an elevator to be in the chamber. Just use mm-hmm. the chamber, mm-hmm. you know. Just and the it, chamber's good enough. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So. Um, so yes, he drops his notes and gets bumped by the by, the, by this bird, and uh, the bird suddenly grows into a tentacle, steals his uh, his his service weapon, and blows a gigantic hole through his chest. Yikes! Poor Arg. chief. Poor poor Zendak. Will he ever win? Not anymore. So you see, the uh, it turns out these birds they're Durlins. And uh, so he said, uh, he, he, so he says, dispose of the corpse, my Durlin egg brothers. We have accomplished this step. Thanks be to Brand. And, uh, and, he, the, and suddenly the guy changes into Chief Zendak. And he says, as Chief Zendak, I will have the access we need. The mm-hmm. long road to vengeance grows shorter. A subplot yes, thickening. I'm, Seriously. Well, yeah, right, I'm looking up at my wall and seeing the page with, that these Durlins first appeared on. <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly so um so we uh we move back to um to the folks desert on, in the desert and uh yeah painted desert camp yeah and uh and earthman uh says get this complex concept through your short attention span morgna i don't hate you i did what i did for earth's sake not to hurt anyone especially not earthborn like you and uh, he says, I've been doing a lot of thinking since I put on your ring. And I, think, and I think my old friends in the movement are wrong. And then, take a drink. Kaboom! Oh. Yeah, yeah, or take a swig of NyQuil. 
drink your tea, whatever it is. Um, he says, so let's send them home. And, uh, and yeah, makes with the, makes with the boom. And, uh, some boy passes out and Earthman says, well, I guess I'll have to finish this myself. And, but it's okay because the cavalry has arrived and, uh, chameleon boy, ultra boy, uh, cause phantom girl, Telus, and shrinking violet and shady have all, uh, have, have all arrived. Oh, and Quizlet. Yes. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and, uh, down they get, and we get a double page splash of legionnaires kicking the ass. Oh yeah. yeah. Nice. That's like, like how much have we, how much have we waited for this? Right. Again, we're getting action. We're getting action. We're getting character. We're getting all kinds of yeah. stuff going on here. This is why I love this issue. Oh, uh, and, and I was thinking, as I was reading this from the first time we talked to Paul Levitz, mm-hmm. he was saying somewhere in the fifth issue, there was a scene that he said made this whole arc work. And to me, it's this one. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, it, it, long live the Legion. Here they go. <laughs> yeah. You know, okay. and uh, and they are bringing it. And, um yeah, yeah, just uh, yeah, just a whole lot of great stuff going on here. Again, uh, I, you know, I'm I'm really starting to feel the new co- the new costume designs. Uh, Violet's I'm a little iffy, but uh, it it kind of brings together a couple of her different costumes. But uh, I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's very SW six. Is it? Yeah, I guess. Well, I'm mean, not like her hot- costume in SW six, but like their right. their style. Oh, definitely, definitely. Uh, the the whole. The, uh, dual color thing, and yeah, uh, I, I guess I wish that I wish the violet was more violet. It <laughs> looks, it looks, it looks pinker here than I think. It, it seems, should be, it but... seems like pale scarlet. Yeah, it really does, doesn't it? <laughs> it well, looks it, like it one is because it's the, the same color. Old costumes. <laughs> oh, that's it's so the one she Secret Wars, where it was the purple color like that. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Like I say, that's that's the yeah. only one I'm not really feeling. Um, you know, it, it's like. I don't think that at all. Ultra Boys makes total sense to uh, to his uh, to his character, really. Well, his really know? really changes anyway. I mean. No, but but the whole getting rid of the sleeves Uh-oh. thing, you know, it just yeah, yeah, it, making sure. it a muscle shirt kind of thing. It it, it fits with his personality. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm like summer uniform. Totally, totally. <laughs> I'm liking Kaz's costume as well. Um, yes, you know, it it it's it's. I don't know. There's something. It, it, there's something a bit more militaristic about it, and I think that really suits him. Um, anyway, just a, just a lot of great stuff going on here. Yeah, and they kick some ass, and and you know, and look at Quizlet's new costume. It looks great. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So we make our way back to the um, um, to uh, Fortress Lad and Brainy and the or. <laughs> Brainy or Sheldon, however you want to look at it, and <laughs> and Circadius Senius uh, um, are finishing up their work, Benny. and Brainy Benny. is very pleased <laughs> that it has only taken four point two minutes over his estimate for the repair mm-hmm. work, um, and so um, he's very pleased that Cosmic Boy is entirely adequate to lead such situations without him, and this was far more important. And he was very grateful that 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 the circa- that the Cronarch had left his retirement village to assist in the repairs, because of course he is a pioneer in time travel, True. as as yeah. we've seen absolutely. And uh, he says that you know it's it's quite difficult for him to leave home now because the the chitin grows achy with age, and um, and so so uh, Brainy asks him when he decided that you know time was was the. Uh, the career he wanted, and he said, I had barely emerged after pupating. 
dirty. Exactly. So it turns it's out that he says that he talks about how he uh, how he went to uh, Metropolis University and was so inspired by the uh, the other uh, students and also the the te- many wise teachers, and and Brainy you know basically compliments the Cronarch. Hey, Brainy's paying someone a compliment, and and it's not Supergirl. Um, you know this is unusual. And um, and he says uh, and and he says to him, you know, a, a great teacher can be crucial as you were to me. And so he talks about his teacher and how how she had been studying time theory for so many decades, so obsessively she was determined to master it. Such a small woman, Professor Harmonia Lee. Bum, bum, bum. I love his facial expression. Ooh, totally, chicken. totally. He's like, like, what the? Her? Yeah, exactly. So, um, so there's more to the professor than meets the eye. Exactly. No. There's some stuff going on, which we all theorized. Exactly. But uh, but this is this makes it even more interesting. I just exactly. Wow. Um, <laughs> you know, so she so she knows something fact. about immortals. So in yeah. this issue, yeah, she just made that complaint about Im- immortals. But so not only do we see her turn down the Green Lantern ring. And um, and just swatted away. But then we learn that that she, you know, she's been around. Yeah, the Cronarch. He's old, man. He's been doing yeah. this a long time. He was a pioneer in time travel, and she taught him and had been at it for decades before he even got there. And she's looking as young as any of the Legionnaires. So yep, yeah, much yep. much going on. All right, so we uh, we're, we're back in the painted desert, and they're hauling away the uh, the Earth Force members, and um, they got yeah. The, you know what? And now I'm looking at at their armor, and it kind of it's it's not only reminiscent of the old image style villains, but it also reminds me a bit of Monarch's armor. Yes, I was yeah. just about to say yeah. that. <laughs> so um, oh, no. So no. Talus is is helping the Titanians. Uh, he's he's doing the uh, the therapy thing. He's like their their trauma consultant, and um, and they've got replacement buildings arriving. And you see, <laughs> you see a colossal boy bringing in the replacement buildings like they're a couple of cases of beer. And, nice. uh, <laughs> Byob baby, indeed, in indeed. your own building. Yeah. <laughs> So Ultra Boy says how he's flown the last of the uh, um, of the uh, casualty, the injured to the Meta Center. He says that there's not too many casualties, and he's hey, we did good. And um, but but you know that's not good enough for Tanya. She says it was so unnecessary. These poor people lose their home world, get shunted into these camps, and if that's not enough, someone comes in and starts shooting at them. And then she wonders if Earthman knew about this in advance. Shady says he could have saved us all a few bruises if he did, himself included, and asks if she can she can borrow the medikit for her arm. So Tinya passes her the uh, medikit, and um, and she's just wondering how. Uh, hey, I want I want to know what happens to the creeps who gave Earth Force political cover to do this. And uh, Shady says, "You mean the uh, Xenos in EarthGov who forced Earthman on us? I think today might have changed a lot of minds." <laughs> or shadowing. <laughs> Exactly. I hate it when shadow lasts foreshadows. It's, just, <laughs> it's, it's like a duplication of power. Thing, indeed, you know? indeed. So, so uh, we we go back to uh, to the the folks that uh, um, that, that Earthman had met with his his former uh, um, 
Xeno buddies. Yeah, exactly. Xeno buddies. You go, they go back to the building and they're saying about how Earthman betrayed us. He's turned against humanity. And uh, he and she says to the uh, to the leader, "I told you he was waving Chatterjee." And he says, "I was mistaken about him." And Earthman rips off the roof and says, "Not as wrong as I was." Yeah. <laughs> and he says, "Good thing you were on the top floor. This wouldn't have worked." And, um, <laughs> so he's there with Sunboy and uh, and a few science police officers, and. Um, and uh, the and the old man says the cause doesn't end with us, traitor. There are lots of right-thinking humans, people who know that Earth should be for our kind, not for the off-worlders. And Earthman says, "Our kind." Since um, I got this ring, I've been doing a lot of thinking about who our kind really is, and my kind, sure as hell, doesn't include you. Booyah! Sick bird energy. Is it possible Earthman has seen the light? <laughs> oh, it's definitely implied. Well, he's certainly seen the dark. But he, he, uh, <laughs> hey, now. I set him up. Scotty knocks him out of the yeah. <laughs> He is becoming such a much, you know, he, he seemed very one-dimensional in as a villain, right? Um, you know, in, in the Superman and the Legion of Superheroes thing, he was he was very one-note. Um, he's become such a such an interesting character. It's It's really interesting. And, uh, and, you know, this is why, you know, right here is why he was brought into the Legion is, mm, yep. is just this idea that, that man, there's, there's something more going on here and, uh, he will be the one to bring balance. I'm sure. Um, anyway, so, uh, <laughs> Joe <laughs> is another. <laughs> Joe, uh, so we return to Fortress Lad and, uh, and Joe is feeling the pain in his arm and, uh, and so Tinya says, I'll go get the medikit. I lent it to Shady. And away she goes and uh, walks, walks into uh, Shady's room and she's getting well, she it on with her. So there you go. I mean, she walked through. She, seriously, okay. I didn't even get the impression. I knew that was going to be an issue for someone. Go ahead. Talk. <laughs> she just walks right through that wall. Walks right, right through that through. wall. Yep. She says, hey, you know, and she says, oh, my God, how can you be sleeping with that Xeno bastard? Dun dun dun! Exactly. You don't knock because those aren't sideburns; um, those are handles. <laughs> Phantom Girl and Shady have been very close friends up to this panel. Um, yes, so it, it's com- it's completely plausible that Tinya felt free to walk in and out of her out of right. her. I'm I'm sure it is. It's know. still rude. Um, it but, may be rude, but it's it's Phantom Girl. You know what? To she's be used fair. to walking wherever she wants to. If you're going to walk through a wall, then you should expect to be surprised when you get through the other side. That's, now, yeah. and, and also, to, to be fair, you know, it, it's not like there's a doorknob on which she can put a sock. That's true. <laughs> they only had those still. See? Exactly. Sometimes obsolescence is not a good thing. There, there. See? See? Sometimes progress? Bad. So next month, acceptance with special guest artist Phil Jimenez. Ooh. Oh, Phil Jimenez! Yay! Seriously, I can't wait to see upping that. the upping the quotient for the family. Love see, that, Phil. Thank you. But but see again, it's it's again we get we get better and better leaps and bounds, man. This issue was great. Great. Totally, totally dug it. Um, just uh, one thing to note uh, on the last page, the DC Nation page, they've got the, the they mention about the uh, Chloe Sullivan debut, and um, I don't know if anyone's again. Checked. Again, yes, yes. <laughs> um, Leave it alone. 
<laughs> but that said, the um, uh, the the ten page preview of this uh, this new uh, uh, Nick Spencer written uh, Jimmy Olsen series looks like a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. So, just thought I would mention that. Indeed. Okay, so she, she she joins actually a very short list of characters who were created in other media to join the comic book world. So that's it, it, cool. absolutely. And and you know, well, I mean, Perry White was uh, was from the radio show, was he not? Yeah. So and, so and was Jimmy, Jimmy was more so or less developed yeah. in the radio show. Yeah. Oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah, so, Perry and Jimmy me. and Barbara Gordon was created in tandem, I think, with DC. Yeah. Really? That's uh, right, wasn't she? Because. because yeah. It, it, there, yeah, there wasn't much distance in it, was it? Like, you know, oh. 66, 67, yeah, yeah. So. And then Harley Quinn and Montoya. I think yeah. that's it. I think yeah. that's the list. Yeah. I could yeah. I could be missing someone, but... Though, Mon- though Montoya re- really did debut in comics before. Oh, she did? Okay. But okay. Then she, she just Harley. really w- wasn't much used. Until. Right. But maybe if, she got maybe like a span of six months. Yeah. Yeah, well, so much like Barbara Gordon was. Yeah, that's neat. Yeah, yeah, because we know that, as we know, like, uh, like you know, uh, I think Barbara Gordon came out of the, uh, uh, you know, that 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 was right around the time that they were, re, you know, they were revamping uh, Batman to sort of tie in to the TV series as far as look goes. So they added the yellow oval and all that kind of stuff, and uh, that was the big relaunch. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's neat. It's neat. And speaking of stuff that's retro, as we go back to. Uh, you know, as we go back, you know, 20 odd years to uh, 20 odd years. That's bad math, Paul. Um, oh, I just died a little more. Oh, seriously, right? Um, <laughs> to uh, Legion 301, this cover. Sit down, kids. We'll talk about a time when there was pre-crisis. Oh, my God. And this cover goes goes back some time, too. So, uh it does. Uh, yeah. So so anyway, and, and but but even just looking at uh Chameleon Boy's face in the middle of this issue or in the middle of this uh this cover, um uh, you can start to see where where this where Giffen's style is changing ever so slightly. The faces started getting a little bit wider around here. Uh-huh. You know, and and uh and and you could see a subtle change that uh where the faces started to to get a little wider, a little blockier. Not certainly not to the degree that that, that it became later on, but um, it was just interesting. We started to see some some uh, some changes to his style, which you know would would evolve much further in uh, in you know only about nine months, really. Um, yeah. So so there we go. So Scott, you're going to take us through this one. Oh, I guess since I'm <laughs> the only one other than you can, that can talk. Yeah, you less <laughs> <Exactly>. good lad. <laughs> Uh, so we have Legion of Superheroes 301, different paths, different dooms. 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 Opening splash of uh, Chameleon Boy and RJ Brand. Looks like they're camping out. Father, little father-son camping action. Yep. See, see now, now Jam would say that this is a cookout when you've got the open fire. Yeah. This is a, is a cookout. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no! <Stop it. laughs> I won't get into uh, a drive up there, okay? Yeah. I'd Stop like it. to see it. Yeah, see, yeah. <laughs> dude, it, it, I drove it, to Pennsylvania, dude. I could do it. <laughs> hey, when you come up, we'll have a little barbecue to welcome you. That's right. Uh, <laughs> get the gun. Okay. Uh, yeah. So there... 
Let's see. Uh, looks like I guess I don't know if they crashed or what's going on, but they're camping out. Uh, they seem to be on some sort of squishy planet. It's all sorts yeah. of lumpy, clumpy stuff going on around. Uh huh. So, oh, I see. They, so they both. Home? Right. They forgot. He's got no powers right now. Yeah. So uh, they've gone back to Durla. I guess this is Durla then. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yes. It is. Okay. Okay. Now I know where we are. So they're going back to see if they can uh, figure out how to get their powers back or something. Or his power, anyway. <laughs> because of the, the fever, the yellow fever, whatever the hell it is. Oh. <laughs> he's, he's just like the, uh, the high seer of Naltor. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> he's got a fever. He needs more cowbell. More cowbell, <laughs> indeed. <laughs> <laughs> so they have a little bit of father-son chat, getting to know each other again, and... Uh, RJ says, oh, he was wrong. He was wrong to abandon him when he did. He was a bit of a bastard, but there you go. And he What's said, done is done. <laughs> basically, yeah, so they come to grips, come to terms with each other a little bit more. And uh, uh, let's see, Chameleon Boy's talking about, or no, that's, sorry, that's RJ. He's talking about the anachronistic, narrow-minded, muddle-headed collection of fools responsible for the fact that this planet hasn't been restored in all these centuries. I guess they're talking about their, their native tribe of Durlins. So there's more than one tribe of Durlins, I guess? Yes. Yeah, and okay. that's, that's yeah. key. That's key because, yes. you know, we've got this sort of the, the standard look that a lot of them adopt, which is kind of the chameleon boy look. And, the, and, and like, we've seen a lot of Durlins sort of appear off planet. And, and then there's the, the, the guys who kind of look like, well, what we would end up seeing in LEGION uh, a few yeah. years later. Yes. The tentacle face people. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Okay, so they say, well, I wonder what they're going to think of me. And all of a sudden, whirr, they get attacked by a bunch of monsters who I presume. Oh, no, are not monsters. Meanwhile, outside Earth's protective polymer screen, let's keep the bugs off. <laughs> mm. right. uh, we're clear, Your Majesty, straight course from here to home. Thank you, Holmesman. Well, Val, what do you think? Will it be ready when we get to Orando? I'd imagine, Jackie, they were pretty well along when we left after that weird seance. I think it's time I issued the official invites. Ooh, official. And below at Legion headquarters, it's uh, Saturn Girl and Prody hanging, chilling. <laughs> it's, it's Prody too, if you please, Saturn Girl. <laughs> now that I have a profession, I prefer to use my full name. He's so squidgy. <laughs> She's like, all right. Well, thanks for hollow filling the festivities for us. It was nice to see you again. Anytime you need a protoplasmic telepathic cameraman, feel free to call. <laughs> Just remember, I don't attend meetings of things called Legion of Super Pets anymore. Ooh, it's getting uppity. Seriously, uh, uh, I yeah. think he's. I think he's getting sedity. He's he's looking for the vote now or something. Did oh, I'm so glad I'm an expert about how to handle liquids because that would have gone out of my mouth in a heartbeat <laughs> right on my pocket. Ah, Paul. Ah, <laughs> I totally used it right, though. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. You did use it correctly. It's true. <laughs> there are advantages to the United Planet's recent redefinition of a sentient potential citizen, I think. <laughs> See, she thinks he's getting uppity, too. And so. this is a plot thread that'll go on for ages. Ages. Uh, we cut to the Legion rec room a few minutes later. We've got Starboy and Sunboy playing some more of that holographic uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Woohoo! They did, they did a lot of that. Initiative. 
Yeah. She's uh, looking to show some pictures to Lightning Lad. And we got uh, Ultra Boy and Brainiac. Ooh, Brainiac 5 and Supergirl are enjoying a little uh, cocktail there. A little speed dating action. A Kono. Kono juice. Yay. Silver Ale, perhaps. We'll never, you never know. The ladies like the Kono juice, I think. So Terrible Brainiac lady. probably does, too. He seems like a really girl drink drunk to me. <laughs> <laughs> He's like the Peter Rios of the Legion. <laughs> oh, I wasn't hey, going to say it, Peter. Know, I'm sorry. In six, in in like six or he doesn't listen. Twelve months I, when uh, when Peter gets around to listening to this episode, <laughs> he's gonna be so mad. You're gonna I'll hear about fun. it. He'll just be happy he got mentioned. Attention <laughs> <laughs> whore. Oh man, yeah, you I know th- those theater people. I think that the Kono juice is just another name for Colvassier. Colvassier. Colt forty-five. Kona 45. By the way, Billy D. Williams will be in Atlanta for Wizard World Atlanta. Thank you you very much. There you go. He will have an entourage. Oh, of course. They're going to set up the projector to show the uh, pictures, but all of a sudden, bleep, Legionnaire's attention, please. Bleep. Dream girl. Bleep. Routine mission time team Ultra Boy, Star Boy, Monel, Cosmic Boy, Wildfire to the hangar deck. You've all been asked to assist with the refugee problem on Daxam. Rainy, you take over as temporary leader while I'm gone. Over and out. He's like, me? But it, it's against Legion protocol. Tell me about it, Brainy. I'm deputy leader, and it should be left to me left it should be me left in charge, not dragged off on the same mission like dead weight. <laughs> you know, Starboy, that lady of yours can real be a real pain. Said, Don't get on my case. She's within her rights as elected leader. Listen to this Starboy now. Starboy's all about the rules. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like, don't blame me. Okay. Okay. You know, it's the <laughs> woman, you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm the first lady. That's right. Of the Legion. <laughs> That's why he grew the beard because he got tired of those cracks. First lady of the Legion. <laughs> Seriously. It's like, <laughs> hey, Starboy, you going to hold a tea party? Uh, uh, going to choose a charity, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we cut back to Durla. Continue. Yay, Durla. A few samples of Durlan architecture remain, and those that do are in a state of slow decay from the instantaneous burn of implosion bombs which killed all inhabitants. The form of the inhabitants in, in the time of the Holocaust is unknown, as no remains have been found in identifiable condition. Archaeological and anthropological permits are not granted. So we have the, uh, looks like a Council of Elders or something like that. They've got uh, what's his face and uh, RJ Brandon Chameleon Boy in a forced bubble cage. <laughs> uh-huh. so why are you here? Have you lost all regard for our ways, brethren? Will you not answer the first speaker as is his right? He's like, if you, if you really know who I am, you know I rejected all of your rights a long time ago, speaker. Glorch. Oh, there's some dude down there just Glorch. <laughs> <laughs> Rights cannot be rejected, births cannot be denied. We all survive on Durla only with each other and by the ancient ways. Say you return to be one of us again, and we shall forgive your flight. Like, You've got to be kidding. What? And he's like, RJ Brand slapping his forehead. He's like, you trying to get us killed? Like, so be it, brethren. Transform yourselves as I do. And they turn into sort of pterodactyl dino thingies. Grab the force bubble, and they fly off. 
We live as we may, those who have left the tribe, and you know what that requires, the efforts of all. Those who would go forth cannot eat at our fire, cannot share our peace. Since the night of the nuclear rain, when our ancestors said farewell to the world it was, this has been our way. You who deny it, deny your right to live. To the pit we condemn you. What I what? love is, is, is the, the way he's moved from a more traditional panel layout here to, uh, to these, these, these page, you know, the page length uh, panels. Long, tall panels. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, it's, it's very nice for the dragons. It really gives the scope, you know. And um, and it's just and, neat because when 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 sort of the Durlins like the the you know evil Durlins kind of thing have the uh, have sort of the main thrust of of the page, you know we get into these these sort of long languid panels um, and you know no borders and that kind of stuff and um, or no gutters as it were and um, and then it switches back to uh, to uh, R J and 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 Reap's perspective when we get back into sort of the traditional grid type stuff. That sort of helps to show like the it's been a short span of time happens between those those panels, I think. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's is just it a, it's, is it a feeling of speed. And and again, this is this is uh you know, this is where you see, you know, and this is as, as Giffen was developing all that stuff, but man, you just see that that he's just got a mastery of, of that language. Uh-huh. So they drop him in the pit, and it's full. It looks like it's full of goo. Sarlacc. What's that? Sploosh. It's the Sarlacc pit. Oh, the Sarlacc pit. <laughs> no teeth. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. Uh, let's see. So I don't get it, Dad. Where are we? Never saw an execution on Durla before, eh, lad? You missed quite a show. Of course, usually the condemned idiot is a shape changer, shifted and twisted, trying to escape till they dump him here, in the crater where the missiles hit. There's so much muck down here, I can't even get the sphere to budge in with my flight ring. What a mess. He says, you know why they use this place to kill us, lad? Because the radiation is so bad, it even destroys the power to shape, shape change. Big difference to you and me. But stay long enough and it'll kill you. Mm. I didn't know radiation could cancel our powers. I wonder if it was the super x-rays of the dac- Daxamite kid on Taco and Keltos that caused me to lose mine. He says, well, don't bother your head with a kid. Let's get out of here. He, what's he doing? There? He goes, takes his necklace off, uses it as brass knuckles, and busts open the, the yep. containment bubble. Busts open the uh, the bubble there, glub. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Blub, 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 blub. <laughs> so, of course, that's when we decide to switch back to Legion headquarters, Element Lad's quarters. Beep. Doors open. Come on in. Is that you, Siobhan? Yep, I brought the research and the researcher. Hi, Element Lad. Gigi Kuzumano, Science Police Executive Branch. Yay, Gigi. Yay, Gigi. Yeah. Her first appearance of Gigi, or? I believe so. Or at least her first named appearance. Yeah, I guess. Pleased to meet ya. <laughs> this is your first time at Legion Headquarters. I'd be happy to give you the two-credit tour after we check out that holophile. Relax, Jan. Gigi's not the gosh wild type. She's been on Chief Zendak's. Oh, Chief Zendak. The staff for two Aww. years. <laughs> and heard all about you in the Legionnaires from Siobhan once we became roomies. Oh boy, it's like Three's Company up in the house. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> so they're checking out the files, and uh, some boy comes in. Hey, up for a game of Dungeons and. Oh, sorry, didn't realize you had company. Mm. Hi, Siobhan. Mm, on second thought, ladies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Man, whore. You trim in the house. Oh, says, no. let me get my Corvassier. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, hi, Sun Boy. Right. Haven't I seen you dancing at the City Star? No, but it sounds like an interesting idea. <laughs> Sun Boy, meet Gigi Cusimano. And uh, meanwhile, Elmland's, of course, ignoring the ladies and checking out the hollow. <laughs> it, really, it really says so much, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Sun Boy, take a look at this. He's like, uh, sure, excuse me a second, Gigi. I'll, uh... And suddenly we get a brief from, is that Brainiac? Brainiac 5 says, yeah. Sunboy, main building, please. We have a mission team departing. Beep. Brainy? Beep. Gotcha. See you around, kids. And he's, see, he was macking on the ladies, but when it comes to duty, he's all in. Oh, yeah. You said <laughs> duty. When it comes to duty, he's all in. <laughs> oh. 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 He does know how to move. <laughs> Depends on the nature of the audience. Now, Siobhan, if you'd remember, you were a Legion, li- Legion liaison officer and lend me a hand. Ready, Jan. Is that a little jealousy right there? Was that what that was? My God. Oh my. He's forgetting whose team he's on. What's up with that? <laughs> That's yeah. so hard to tell with him, you know? I know. Meanwhile, yeah. back at the pit, I guess they climb out. <laughs> he says, are you really willing to die to get your powers back? Yes, Dad. You can give up and call the science police to pick you up. He says, I left you once, lad. Not again. Nice case. Let's hurry. I'd like to get a decontamin- into a decontamination chamber. Excuse me, before the radiation we absorb settles in. I feel hot enough to play a symphony on a Geiger counter. So they go to use the flight rings, but of course the radiation has mucked up the flight rings and they can't uh, get out of the pits. So they got to climb. And climb, we get back to the uh, tall vertical panels again of them climbing up the side of the, uh, cl- the cliff. A big red worm comes. Eee, big eee. red worm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, boy comes down to uh, give him a hand, or a foot, and a hand. He pummels him out and says, I just found my dad. No fair taking him away. Aww. And he knocks him up. The one you think falls down the cliff. He said, I see why that verdammed Legion Academy ran up such bills. Did they really teach you how to fight? Sad dad, among other things. Such as, ooh, and then they get up, such as self-understanding and awareness of why I am and who I am. Not all the legionnaires bothered staying with that subject as long as I did. I guess they felt more secure going in, but no one could have been more secure than I was when I finished the course. He says, I knew it was the twinkling of the stars overhead that had lured me away from Durla, the mysteries of the universe, and I wouldn't be content until I explored them myself. And uh, up in the sky, in a, it's a satellite of some sort, I guess, or a ship. They're looking for signal. Somebody named Skidin, or Skidin. <laughs> I'm not sure how that uh, you pronounce this. Apostrophe. Some guy. <laughs> yeah, this guy. This it's a guy. trap. <laughs> it's a trap. <laughs> Denny. I guess they're looking for RJ, and. Uh, yeah, they're waiting for. They're looking for anything. Up. Hey, and isn't isn't his buddy here, the green dude? Wasn't he on uh, Space Ghost, Coast to Coast? <laughs> yeah, that's his Zorak. Zorak, yeah, Zorak. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hate Space Ghost. Right. So, uh, quarantine duty on Durla has to be the strangest assignment I've had since I joined the Science Police. Why don't they evacuate the dump and use it for target practice? 
It's like, beats me. Nobody ever goes down there except for the occasional scientist. Of course, the natives don't seem to want to leave. No, they don't. Look at that legionnaire coming back after he's gotten away. Bring one of the galaxy's wealthiest men along. Nuts. Relax, his kid drew. Your tour of duty's up next week, and then you can go back to Weber's world. By then, we'll be done worrying about that legionnaire and brand. So I guess they're watching, but not very closely. Yeah. Yep. It, it's, so are, it's punishment duty, basically. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Mm. They piss someone off. Yep. Uh, possibly, or it just could be, you know, cake duty, because, I mean, obviously, it's not very hard. Nobody ever comes there, nobody ever leaves, so. Fair. Who knows? Maybe they failed upwards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that never so, happens. Yeah. They're at the temple. And if the legends are right, we'll soon have your powers back. Hunky dory. And if they're wrong, well, we'll be dead. You want odds? <laughs> says, uh, if you were that much of a cynic, you wouldn't have come back with me. Look, isn't it beautiful? And they're inside this. Everything, everything on the planet looks like glimpy crap, but they get inside the building and it's like Star Wars in there. It's all nice, you know, shining. It actually does look like Star Wars, like the big uh, thing where Luke fell down. Yeah. Yep. And went, they went down the hole. <laughs> down the hole. Down the hole. Uh, so apparently it's legendary. Do you think anyone will ever know what it was originally meant to do, Dad, back before the six-minute war? I mean, it's hard enough to separate legends from facts over what it's done since. There's no way to know. I don't think it makes a lick of difference. However, whatever it was built to do, it kept our people alive when it had, we had no right to survive. And if that doesn't mean it's been touched by whatever serves as a god in this mixed-up universe, I'll be damned. All right, let's get my powers back. Says, Go ahead, lad. I'm happy the way I am. So why'd you come then? He says, I haven't done much for you, lad. I thought at least I could keep you company. Aww. Aww. Wish me luck, he says, and he jumps into the, uh, the beam of light. Say a prayer that this makes me whole, and all of a sudden, Aye! Flips out. <clears throat> yeah. He's having some issues. Yep. Kind of hurt. <laughs> don't let us have come all this way just to see him die. Meanwhile, between planets, we have a spaceship, and on the spaceship is Colossal Boy, Shrinking Violet, <laughs> Sun Boy, Supergirl, and <laughs> 5. Now hold yeah. it. Didn't Dream Girl just leave him back at Legion headquarters in charge? He's on another mission. He's in charge of this Apparently. mission. Apparently. So who's in charge at Legion HQ now? I don't know. Some dude. Me either. <laughs> I don't, I'm not clear. Some dude. Yeah. It doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, let's see. So getting real boring saying, saving Chameleon Boy's butt all the time. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. We're friends and all, but I don't know if, you know if he's even enough trouble to need saving. His flight ring ceased functioning since he's landed on Durla. I take that as an indicator of trouble. Besides, this is the second time we've had problems with the flight rings lately. And I'd like to do some field research into the causes. Mm-hmm. And Supergirl's like, sounds interesting anyway. <laughs> All the more so for having you join us, Kara. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's fun. Yeah, right? <laughs> I've been trying to get to know myself better lately, and I'm enjoying this visit a lot. See Supergirl's own mag for details. Especially being with you. Yes, well, uh, time for a mid-course adjustment. Isn't it, Colossal Boy? And they change course. He says, like, you knew that. uh, Verification's important. Shut up. Shut up! (laughs) He might as well have said that. Don't judge me. (laughs) Prepare for course correction. All of a sudden, kaboom! The top blows out of their uh, ship. It's like, all sealant activated. Take a blowout. Thank you, Zen Boy. 
Another blast might might come at any time will be more maneuverable individually. Activate your transparent polymer protective suits and let's see what's going on here. Yeah, that's a nice little panel there. The mm. baggie going over his head. Does this smell like chloroform to you? Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so they go zooming out into space to see what's going on and it looks like uh, some little spaceships shooting at them. Standard one and blitzers. Boom. Make that two, son boy, and they so she yeah. Supergirl smashes the heck out of one of them. And we get a kaboom. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's good. The pilot spacesuit will keep him safe without his ship. He's harmless. Like you guys are with your spacesuits. Uh, come on, pal. Don't I look like nice and small and harmless? Good. Get a little closer. And he gets real big and punches out the spaceship. He punches out spaceships with his head. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. So that's the last, last Mark 494 cruiser we had left. Oh, he doesn't like people. Uh, messing with his eye. It's okay when he crashes them into stuff. Somebody yeah, else exactly. Them. Yeah, well, no, it means they got to go back to Haranth on Nullport to go pick up some well, more. Talk Come to on. that annoying dude again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Stay close, Violet. But he's coming right at us, Brainiac. That's his problem. Force <laughs> field belt, you're still my favorite invention. Kawathu. Hey. Good drink. And why doesn't Violet know that he doesn't have his uh, force field belt up? Mm. Interesting. It's the, the the tension of the moment, you know, under pressure. Ah, uh, really? A seasoned yeah. legionnaire? Okay. I mean, she's Whatever. been around for a long, long time. Well, that's I know. True. But, you know everybody gets the, the jitters every once in a while. Yeah, especially I that suppose. especially that guy in uh, Colossal Boy's fist. He's a jitterbug and something fierce. <laughs> <laughs> Like, tell us I why don't know. Or, I think there's more to this than what we're seeing. So. Well, we'll you're see. addled with drug medication. So, uh, <laughs> That's true. I am very addled right now. There you go. That must be what it is. Seems <laughs> you must accept my apologies, Legionnaires. It appears my men have gotten carried away. <laughs> Oops. It's on tier. What are you guys doing attacking us? Aren't you on our side? Most assuredly, still, son boy. I have been promoted to science police commander for Wimmer's World. But otherwise, I am no different from the Ontario of Sauron, you recall. I am afraid you are the victims of a security patrol gone awry. My regrets. <laughs> Doe, sorry, my bad. Oops. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> hardly seems satisfied. Did I do that? <laughs> Did I do that? Uh, let's see. Well, maybe you would care to return to Weber's world with your me to satisfy yourselves that all is well. I will do my utmost to ensure your comfort and not blow your arse off again. So they decide to go to Weber's world. I don't believe any of us have been on Weber's world since the Earth War. This should prove a most interesting experience. Okay, back to Durla. Oh, it looks like Camion uh, Boy came out. This is easy, Dad. The radiation must have gotten to you more than we thought. Easy yourself, lad. I just got tired watching you in there. Did it work? Did it work? And he gloops into some big viney, sneaky thing with a with chameleon boy's head. <laughs> He's the happiest chameleon alive. Up until Indeed he is. And here comes all the cloaky dudes again. We were pleased your powers were restored, traitor. Now you may f- die a more fitting death. 
He's like, why bother? I haven't done anything to you. Leave us alone and we'll go. You'll never see us again. That is why you must die, nameless one. It is the burden of, our, of the tribe for one to help all and all one. Apart from us, you are better dead. Prepare yourself. He's like, no, you prepare yourself. You're talking to a legionnaire now. Die and speak no more. And we get the dun, 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 dun. <laughs> it, is the, it is the Star Trek Kirk fight music, isn't it? Yeah. Obviously, no, none, none of us actually remember how it goes. We just know that there's some dun no. involved. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Worst tangent ever. Ever. Uh, so the... Uh, <laughs> They're shape, doing That's, a shape-shifting battle. It's like Iron Chef, but with shape-shifting. <laughs> and uh, they're fighting. They turn into snakes to bite each other, and one person into a big dude's going to wrap another dude up. But he turns into a little, little dude to get away, but then the other guy turns into a big sneaky thing to suck up the little dude. Eek! And use that training, boy! And he turns into a big spider thing to pierce the thing, but the other guy turns into a other thing to crush the spider thing. Then he turns into a loop to fall out of the crushing hand, and then mm. he turns into a ball to get away. But the guy turns into a fine thing to chase after him. Use your brains, boy, please! And he's chasing after him. He turns into something really small. And then says, I bet you can't even find me. And he goes behind like a formation, I guess. And the dude flies right into it. It's a shame you never saw a hummingbird before. You know that they one could hover yeah. in space, in place. <laughs> so he uh, knocked him up against it. I guess he's out. Anybody else want to match your powers against mine? He's like, no. But we would wish that you would come back to us, even as first speaker, and help us in our survival. No thanks, second speaker. My only suggestion is you start cooperating with United Plants. They're perfectly willing to restore Durla or find you a new home if you'll only accept their help. Me, I already have a home. With the Legion. And back at Legion headquarters. We got Timberwolf <laughs> and Block hanging out, chilling, chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all cool. Uh huh. Because that's what they do. That's right. <laughs> He says, so I tell her, I'm a legionnaire, Block, and what does it get me? And she asked for an introduction to Sunboy. I'm telling you, man, I can't. <laughs> That's <laughs> cold. That's Damn. cold. Snap. Now Timberwolf. <laughs> Got a message for the whole gang, Block, from her highness and me. Karate kid signal? But he only departed Earth this morning. Get out your dress uniforms. You're all invited to a wedding at the Orlando's Royal Palace. A wedding? Congratulations, Karate Kid. Say congratulations, Timberwolf. Uh, yeah, congrats, but the nobles set it up, and it should be a ball. We're counting on everybody showing up, okay? Over and out. Beep. It's days like this that make me wonder if I did the right thing, even in letting Ayla leave the Legion and me behind block. I think we'll go down to the gym and wreck something. Poor <laughs> uh, uh, Timberwolf. Will he ever win? Will he ever win, indeed? <laughs> I'm guessing no. No. <laughs> No. Next issue, whatever happened to Lightlass? Guess who's asking? Hint, it's not Timberwolf. Oh, Family matters. Not Timberwolf at all. <laughs> yes, hey, maybe we'll get Queen Projector's wedding too. In this summer sensational legion annual. Yeah. So, yeah, of, of course, um, maybe we'll get in the next issue, we'll get a recap of the Rand's origin. It, it's been, it's <laughs> uh, been a we? while. 
One can wish. Yes. Yeah, I'm forgetting. I, I forget how it goes now. How exactly did it happen? I don't know. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. So after uh, the neat thing is after the, the letters page here, we end up with the um, um, further Legion. Legion extra. Yeah, the for, uh, you know the part three of the Legion uh, uh, checklist. So you know tracking all of the various appearances of the Legion. Yeah, exactly. And so this takes us actually through the the action run and into Superboy, in through Superboy, including the Karate Kid issues. Uh, you know, it's all so it's all chronological. Oh yeah, so, the international dooms of major disaster in Karate Kid Two. That's right. Yeah, and then the next issue, the Ravager. <gasps> Not the Ravager. Not that Ravager. A different different one. Ravager, oh, okay. indeed, okay. indeed. Because just checking. <laughs> you know, as I as I look through this one, uh, of course they have the meanwhile uh, column. And um, and it basically details Dick Giordano's day of January twenty eighth. So this would be of nineteen eighty three. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and so one of the things he mentions is that they uh, they have a meeting. Uh, Doug Munch, George Perez, uh, Len Wein, Marv Wolfman to talk about Robin one and Robin two. And uh, and first of all, we'll never call them by those names. Hmm. And. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so that's okay. Have, we will. It's fine. Apparently, they met for nearly two and a half hours on this, uh, discussing it. So this is long before there was a Nightwing, and um, yeah, yeah. And so uh, there's He's a few from things. Stratford. Exactly, Stratford, Connecticut. Stratford, oh Connecticut. yeah. <laughs> um, there's another thing mentioned here, um, where uh, um, Roy Thomas calls from L.A. Um, it's only eight thirty or so his time. Uh, and he wants to know if the title for his new project had, has cleared copyright uh, search, and it hasn't yet. And he says, "Well, how can we promote it if it doesn't have a title?" <laughs> exactly. And I'm, I can only assume that that would would have been for um, Infinity uh, Infin- Inc. I'm yeah, guessing. Infinity Inc. Yeah, exactly, because that was Ooh. starting shortly after this. And um, yeah, so lots of neat little things here. Um, lots of books running late this month, apparently. Yep. Because um, um, Julie Schwartz pops in with the news that Superman and Supergirl will be in a bit late this month. And he says, no sweat. Um, then there's a problem on a cover and they solve it. And then Karen Berger insists that we're going to ship an entire week of comics late if I don't start hounding some of our people. And Uh-oh. he says, she has to tell me that. She's our editorial coordinator. <laughs> so, so just a few neat things that sort of gets into the uh, to the business side of things. And... Um, and they talk about, uh, I found this interesting, um, <clears throat> 9.32 a.m. they have a, a, a meeting in, uh, in, in Paul Levitz's office. Uh, Roger Slifer, um, of course, uh, was one of the creators of the Omega Men. Um, and anyway, a few of them meet in the, in the office and uh, they basically have, have a whole bunch to talk about, including a new reprint line. And of course, because uh, currently the reprints were restricted to two monthly digest sized titles, which would of course be the old blue ribbon uh, digests that we've talked about a lot. Um, and he said about how you know the the ninety they're ninety six pages each and some pretty good stuff, but the small size makes the good stories less impressive, and it's clear that the off size isn't terribly popular with retailers. Yeah, yeah. So he said the first thing we decided is that even if we produce a few digest reprints a year, most of our future reprints will be conventionally sized, with at least some of it to have good production values, offset printing on Baxter stock, and decide that uh, details will be firmed up at a later meeting. 
And so when they talk about this, because this basically will mean that the artists and writers will get um, a, a higher um, a reprint rate, which is great. So I, this was leading directly into where they they did like the reprints of the fourth world fourth world titles, and also like um, um, was it uh, Green Green Lantern Green Arrow? And, oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So they 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 remember they uh, like it, it was just a few years after this that they did all those reprints. And uh, so, so it's just kind of neat again to uh, to sort of get that uh, that sense of uh, of hey let's let's talk about this stuff and you know then we see what happened with it years later. So, cool beans. Yeah, exactly. And they talk about the Ronin poster and oh, <laughs> seriously, <laughs> seriously, oh, lots of it. doings, lots of doings going on. Yeah, so so kind of a neat issue, you know, and uh, and I actually did manage to get the uh, Amok Time uh, music under the last half of the fight there. Mm. So. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's kind of neat because you have this this cover that, of course, was a an homage to uh, to Adventure Three Hundred, and um, you know, which signaled a new a new era for the Legion and. Uh, and, and I think that this this kind of took us into into a new zone because basically, hey, everything had been built up to that, and you know now now without being stuck with the uh, what's the word for it the um, the the sort of uh, the weight of of the expectations of the adult legion, you know now it's all uncharted territory. Yeah, yep. they they write their own and future, and the, and this kind of resolves the Chameleon Boy. RJ Brand dad. Totally. Daddy issues stuff, yeah. You know, which started way back in Secrets of the Legion number three. So, yeah. right. Yeah. Wow. Well, this was not a quick wrap up. So, next issue, we start one storyline that's going to last quite a while. Yeah. 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 So, lots going on. You know, it's, it, it, it's, it, it, you know, again, he's playing the long game. And, you know, and, and, when you compare this to to the latest issue of Legion, you know we see that, you know that's his game. That's what he does, and uh, yep. and he's continuing to do it and continuing to do it well. So, indeed, indeed, so he is go. some some fun comic booking. Indeed, and, I love uh, fun comic booking. Woohoo! See, Ooh. not a not a bad way to uh, to to bring a close to the first two years. Right here, there. here. Here, here, and uh, so, uh, so yeah. So, uh, anyone got anything else? No, let's oh. let these plague victims go to sleep. Let's <laughs> let's do that. Let's do that. So, <laughs> comments as always are welcome at Legion of Substitute Podcasters at gmail.com. You can follow us on the Twitter. We are LOSP Podcast. We are also on the Facebook. We are Legion of Substitute Podcasters. Just search for us. Who do you think it was going to be? Um, you can head over to the forum and join the conversation there. That is forum.legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com. Uh, or you can head over to our website, which is, you guessed it, legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com. And you can leave a comment on this very episode's thread or even a previous episode if that's where you're at. We've uh, we've had uh, actually a few people. Uh, Paul McCall has been uh, getting caught up on the show. And, man, he's listened to a lot of episodes real quickly. Just yes. judging by uh, yeah. uh, where, where the comments have been coming he's on gonna the He's going to get so sick of us. <laughs> <laughs> and Jace, Jace as well. When he gets here, he'll be happy to hear himself mentioned. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah, it's just kind of neat that uh, we've got some people who are, who are getting all caught up, and they're getting caught up quickly. Wow. And uh, but yeah, we've seen well, so we've seen, 
Indeed, indeed. And we've seen some posts on the uh, on the forum as well as on the uh, um, on the episode threads on the website. So it's very cool. And with that, we're going to make our way back to the time bubble, which hopefully Brainy and uh, and the Cronarch got it fixed up properly because <laughs> you just never know. And uh, we are going to make our way back to the 21st century, and we will see you all next week. Bye-bye. <laughs>